0: Podcast. It's you gotta watch this. Oh, I've made Nick laugh already. I'm your host, Aaron, and with me is my other host, Nick. Hello. I knew it. Oh, this is double short. I like it.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. Please stick with us. <laughs> Don't let his shouting make you turn this off. <laughs> this is the podcast where we watch every Marvel Cinematic Universe film. In order uh chronologically, as they're released. As they're released. As they were released into human history, yep. we watch them. They come out, we watch them in order, according <laughs> to a calendar date. We get a lot of questions on the order. What order are we watching them in? The order they were released. The yeah. order the creators intended. Uh-huh. And the the creator. The the creator. Kevin Feige himself. Yep. So <laughs> um uh and we talk about them. We watch them and then we talk about them. Uh-huh. And but there's a little bit of a little bit of a, a, a kink in the works here. Uh-huh. Um, what you is see, it? You see, I am very familiar with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He loves it. Oh man,
1: he just loves it. He so just much. loves the
0: stuff so much. Uh, but you, Nick, you were uh, you were un, as not as familiar as me. I would say I don't love the stuff. I would say you are on average. Like if you take the average America population, you're yeah. below average in your knowledge <laughs> and enthusiasm about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think that
1: is Would a Would you agree with that? That's a understatement.
0: Surely in our
1: in our cohort,
0: our generational cohort, uh-huh. you were near the bottom of that. You're on the wrong end of the bell curve. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, wrong is
1: <laughs> wrong.
0: <laughs> the wrong end.
1: I'm at an end. <laughs> you were at
0: an extreme end. And it's the wrong end. Yeah. So, so But you were you
1: were joining me on this journey. Uh-huh. I've agreed to watch these with you. I've agreed yeah. to let you show these movies. Show you the way. Uh and show you to so let me to let you show me these movies to me. You're gonna show them me, me, you, me. And we're documenting
0: uh-huh. with this podcast. And it's the only way I could get you to watch these movies. Yeah. So uh, this one is a little different if you've been following along with us, and I hope you have. Uh, we The dog ate our homework, and yeah. it, it just chewed up all of our episodes. We we recorded a couple of episodes. We had some in the can, uh-huh. as they say. So, as they the, say. In the podcast that, business. That's some
1: podcast speak for you it's folks. A little, a
0: little lingo uh-huh. for you uh, civilians out there. Yeah. And uh, but the can exploded, and <laughs> all of the episodes, we left it in the sun too long. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. That's and what they, happens, folks. They got overexposed. Yeah, that's what Nick tells me anyway. That's and uh, word for word, verbatim. Yeah, as the person in charge of keeping them in the can. Yep. They uh, they got
1: overexposed they got to the sunlight. Can. They <laughs> and, got out of the can. Let and, me tell you. And they're no good. They yeah. expired. Uh-huh. And so
0: we are we are re-recording this episode. So we've seen the movie previously. And this is our uh, these are our our thoughts. Yeah, so we just watched, uh, in a manner of speaking, uh, Avengers, the 2012 film, the superhero team up, the first of its kind in this series. I thought you were going to say history. Not in history, but but it's up there. This is a very ambitious movie. And Nick, what is your hot take? My
1: hot take uh, is I really enjoyed it. Uh, The I I thought it was great. we kind of discussed it last week about, you know, origin story after origin story after origin story, yeah. and it was about time to kind of get something more. And and you know the, despite me knowing nothing about these characters beforehand, like you know I, I'm just, I'm very invested in it. Yeah. V- rather quickly, and so it, it's just fun. It's a testament to the to the craft. I yeah, think. totally. And it's just fun. Like you you get these characters that you know have limited interaction um mm-hmm. if any in the previous movies and then you throw them all into the mix and see what happens so yeah. that's always fun to play with and um you know there's a lot of humor um and there's it's it's a decent storyline
0: i i agree um it brings back definitely the strongest villain to date in uh any of these movies yeah and uh, and we'll get to that in this next section. Well, let's talk about what happens for okay. the people who maybe didn't just watch it
1: like we also did not do. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the movie starts. Uh, we are men made of iron. Nope. <laughs> so I'll give you a hint. It starts in space. It starts in space. And we see Loki yeah. um, Ooh, we, from Thor.
0: We thought he died, but we since we watched all the way through the end of Thor, we knew
1: maybe he didn't. Yep. Maybe he didn't wag of the finger. Wag of the finger. Um, he surely enough didn't. Um, he's in space. He's talking to some mysterious um, space creature. Um, the uh, do they? They name him? I don't think they say his name. But he is the other. The other. Okay. So, uh, just sort of a mysterious space baddie. He's and creepy. He is creepy. He's got um, like all these extra fingers, yeah, and he's like gripping stuff weirdly, yeah, yeah, to show off the fingers, yeah, he's like, check these out, like, bruh,
0: Nothing this weird you out, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so he and he's the leader
1: of uh the chitari chatari, yeah, yeah, the Atari people, <laughs> okay, and, uh, <laughs> Word association already <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the only way I can get through this minutes minutes into it, <laughs> so what's what what are they talking about so they make a deal pretty much, mm-hmm. um he uh Loki wants um. To, to go to earth he forget the deal he wants he wants the tesseract and he wants to destroy or rule earth.
0: so he he wants to be in the room where it happens. we saw it with yeah with Asgard he wants to be the boss right and so the the deal is we're going to give you this really cool scepter. you go to Earth where the tesseract is the other is saying this. Bring me the Tesseract. That's what it was. He's you getting the Tesseract.
1: Earth. Yep. I'll give you the army to invade. Yeah. And you can rule Earth. I want the thing on Earth, and then you can have the rest. Yep. Okay. So that's the deal. Um, and so it's 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 a evil portent. Yeah. Bad things are going to happen. And they happen pretty quickly. Um, yeah. Because then we cut to um, a shield facility. Mm-hmm. Um, you see kind of like some of the whole crew are there. Um, we've got... Selvig, yeah, um, picking right Thor. up from the end of Thor, yeah, where where Nick Fury said, "Hey, we want you to work on this." He's uh-huh. working on it. now. He's working on it now. They looks got... like it was
0: shot in the same place. That yeah. scene, yeah, look, it's
1: yeah, pretty clearly the so same. So they've, they've they're working on the 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 tesseract. They're, mm-hmm. They've got kind of like this big portal looking, yeah, uh, or this contraption going. Um, all the major players uh, are there. Um, Hawkeye, um, Maria Hill. Maria Hill. Phil um, Coulson. Phil, yeah, Agent Coulson. um, And then, so, what happens is, Loki pops out through some sort of portal. Yeah. And just... Because the Tesseract, like, goes off on its own. Yeah. They're like, let's turn it off. And it's like, well, it
0: turned itself back
1: on. Yeah. And so, he comes out of this portal and just, uh, you know, lays waste. Um, Really uh, catches everybody off guard. Yeah. Um, And, you know, he's destroying stuff um killing agents left and right yeah and the big thing is he uses the scepter yeah to uh sort of take control or take or obtain mind control over yeah. um dr selvig and hawkeye
0: what cool effect too with their eyes turn yeah, all black it's black. And then, That's creepy yeah, oh it's real creepy it's
1: creepy i don't like Would it I, with the eyes don't do anything was that with the before eyes. before or after the true blood thing
0: um, this was probably tr- this is probably after. Okay. This is twenty twelve. It was probably around the same time. It might though. be around the same time. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look up true blood.
1: Oh. But I will say it's around the same time. What if that was what if that was my pick for <laughs> season two? I'm gonna show you True Blood. <laughs> I've seen a lot of it. I that I can guarantee you that won't happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't even want to joke about it. <laughs> well,
0: too late. We're joking right now. <laughs> We're laughing and having a good time. <laughs> uh, are we? All right. <laughs> so then uh, he he gets the bad. He gets the, those guys to be his, to be bad guys. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah.
1: So he's he's got them, um, and he takes the tesseract. Yeah. So um, big big start to the movie. Um, yeah. Look, this is like minutes into yeah. the movie. So quick, very quick setup. Um, So Nick Fury is like, hey, all hands on deck, we need need the crew. And he talks to... So now this is, I think, the first time that we've seen, like, the the board of supervisors or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah. You know, that Nick Fury sort of reports to. Yeah. And um, so they're not convinced that uh, calling in uh, the Avengers or or doing the Avengers initiative is the right thing to do, but... Um, Nick Fury convinces them That's our only option And so he sends off his agents um, Agent Coulson um, And uh, uh, What's her name? Natasha Romanoff Yes And to kind of go collect everybody Um, And then he also goes himself Um, And so one by one um, And uh, You know each scene is kind of uh, Neat how they uh, find like uh, Natasha Romanoff finds um, uh, Bruce Race Bannon. Oh gosh! And Adam you gotta say the name first, Bruce and then you can do your Banner. little wordplay, <laughs> <It's, laughs> so people know what you're talking about. It's it's really like uh, the only way I can remember it. Yeah, it's a I Cockney to...
0: rhyming slang. Uh, whoa, <laughs> rhyming slang. Yeah, that's the yeah. word. Cockney rhyming slang. Nobody understands it. <laughs>
1: yep, bunsen burner. Nice little learner.
0: So let's let's go back for a second because when he activates the Avengers initiative, he activates Natasha Romanoff, who is on a mission. She's doing something
1: that's else. That's right. She's like interrogating somebody. She
0: well, it looks like she's being interrogated. Like she's been captured by these that's
1: right. these, these, these Russian mobsters. Yeah, 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 and yeah, 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 Oh, that's great. That whole scene is fantastic.
0: It's it's such an amazing introduction for people who didn't see Iron Man 2. Uh-huh. Because we saw what she could do in Iron Man 2, but if you didn't see that, this is an even better showcase of her abilities. Yeah. She's not super powered. Uh, but she does have amazing training and uh-huh. is peak physical human yep. uh, with what she's able to do. So she's she's being you know she's captured in facing imminent death, and the mobster's f- phone rings and it's Agent Colson calling him, and he says, "Hey, can you give me to the- Natasha Romanoff? I need to talk to her." Yeah, <laughs> and so he's like, "What? Who knows we're here? What's going on?" And, <laughs> he gives her the phone and she's like I'm, I'm busy you know like I'm working right now I can't yeah. I can't help you <laughs> and she's tied to a chair yeah. you know and <laughs> and the the guys who got her captured are like what's going on and and they but the guy a- Agent Colson says no you gotta come in and so she's like okay fine and so she just like breaks the chair uh-huh. and like beats all of the guys up yeah. like instantly and you realize she was in no danger yeah. at all
1: she was um, she was fishing for data yeah she, she was, was getting
0: trying- yeah she was reverse interrogating yeah.
1: him yeah <laughs> And uh so and she manages to get what she needed, she right? did, yeah, yeah, she did.
0: And she and she puts them on hold while she beats everybody up and you see Aja Coulson like waiting impatiently yeah. to the sounds of her beating everybody <laughs> up cuz he's also not worried. Yeah. And and that's when she, you know, stops that mission and goes on to uh to get Bruce Banner. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, so I just want to talk about this thing cuz I love it so much. But one one of my favorite scenes in this movie. Yeah. And and it's interesting foreshadowing for for a scene that's gonna come up. Um, okay, so but continue. So we're assembling the team.
1: Yep. So um, uh, Nick Fury also uh, collects Captain America. Yep. Um, Agent Coulson goes and talks to Tony Stark. Yep. And um, presumably somebody you know sends Thor an email or something.
0: I guess he he's late
1: to the meeting. Yeah. So they all kind of get together and they're like, hey uh, we got to do stuff but it doesn't really gel right away Uh-huh yeah and uh, they they want to they
0: they know the tesseract has been stolen by Loki yep they use some super spy stuff because shield's a spy agency they they tag Loki in Stuttgart in Germany. Yep.
1: So they go there, where they are stealing um, something that they need to house some the, sort of
0: MacGuffin yeah. to help them with their evil plan. Yeah,
1: not not important. It's just they're there doing yeah. a thing, and and Loki is like, well, while you guys steal this for me, I'll make a I'll make a big scene. And during that scene, um, Captain America shows up, right? Yeah, and so he's fighting, and I th- believe. Um, Natasha Romanoff as well.
0: She's there in like her in and, a
1: jet, and then Iron Man shows up mm-hmm. right at the end. And so he kind of Loki's like, "Okay, I, I concede, I surrender." Yeah. yeah. Um. And so they take him captive. Yes. Which it must have been Loki's plan, or he yeah. must have known that there was a strong possibility of that.
0: Yeah. He seems relatively unconcerned, and it's not much of a fight.
1: Yeah. He's kind of like, "All right, I give up." Yeah. So, uh, at that point, um, they take him back they put him in this kind of holding thing oh i'm sorry yeah. as they're taking him back yeah thor shows up thor doesn't get electronic mail so no. he
0: he was late yeah but he he like zooms in grabs him and zooms, and zooms out. back out
1: yeah and and his thinking is uh i have one more chance to get uh loki to come good again yeah
0: plus he thought he was dead yeah <laughs> he's like what what's the matter with you man yeah. So, yeah, my brother,
1: um, you know, like, let's let's knock it off, let's get off of Earth, let's go hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, he does not do so. Um, he says, Nope, I'm I'm gonna be a bad guy. And uh, Iron
0: Man and, and Captain America are like, Hey, that's our bad guy,
1: yeah, give him back. And so, there's this really neat f- uh fight between uh Captain America and Iron Man and Thor. Oh, it's
0: an awesome fight, yeah.
1: Um, we see the hammer. Yeah, the the hair and the shield, and, like, it just flattens, like, Uh you know, a square mile of trees.
0: What about when Thor summons the lightning and zaps Iron Man, and his suit just absorbs it all? Yeah. And he's, like, he's kind of, like, he's getting hit with the lightning, and he's, like, huh, I'm okay. And his (laughs) suit's, like, power levels at 400%. And he's, like, interesting. (laughs) And then he hits him with all that power. It's, It's really neat to see how they're really all pretty evenly matched.
1: Right. There's... There's not it's a ki- lot of... It's kind of a rock, paper, scissors yeah, thing. Yeah. You know, they might can get a few licks in, but mm-hmm. they are evenly matched. Yeah, which is cool. Um, I don't quite remember what Loki's doing while that's happening. He's he's kind of chilling. Like, yeah. I think, and we we don't really see him,
0: you know, but he's, the implication is that he's, he can't fly uh-huh. like he's Thor He's not can. trying to get away. Yeah, so he's just so kind of like, because Thor kind of leaves him stranded on top of a mountain okay, while they're that's fighting. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they get him back to the helicarrier. Yeah,
1: and they put him in this uh, like isolation tank thing that's yeah. supposedly gonna, you know, impervious, mm-hmm. um, can't get in or out. Um, you see a lot of Loki being real creepy and like influencing people. Yeah. Um, even though, even without the scepter, just sort of with his. Um, personality and his words. Yeah, you know he he is kind of getting information out of people or twisting their way of thinking, mm-hmm. um, time and time again. Um, and it, I, I I again, you know, like you said earlier, our best villain yet because he is so complicated and interesting. Yeah. Um, and he is he really is just sort of interested in in the chaos of things. Yeah. Like. Even if he doesn't know the long-term effects of something that he's going to do, mm. if it might throw a wrench in something, he's going to do it just because, yeah. you know, he's the god of mischief of, he, you know. you
0: definitely, like, he talks about how he wants to rule Earth or rule Asgard, and I don't believe him. I, yeah, I don't either. I don't think he believes him either. No, he yeah. Just, he just wants something different. Yeah. He wants something to be interesting. Uh-huh. And he definitely has a high opinion of himself. Yeah. And so he's like, "Why? Why shouldn't I do this? Right. You know?" But he doesn't have this passion or a vision for the future. Right. You know, he's like, "I just want to want to do it." He doesn't it. want
1: to do the work. Yeah, of, you know, ruling. He
0: just yeah. But I love I love these scenes where you almost like he is he convincing us or is he convincing himself yeah. that he wants to do this?
1: But he's a disruptor.
0: But uh, so there's the um the Avengers. He gets in their heads, and all the Avengers start arguing. Yeah, and there's a cool scene where Banner is like. Like, you don't see it happening. It's like a close, real tight up on Banner as he's kind of getting angry. And everybody's like, whoa, put down the scepter. And it turns out he's been holding it, like, kind of brandishing it. And he's Uh like, oh, when did I pick this up? You know, and sets it down. And um, right before kind of chaos breaks loose on the helicarrier, um, people have been visiting Loki to talk to him. and, And you remember when Black Widow goes to talk
1: to him? And it's kind of that same thing where you think she's sort of in control, uh sort of reverse uh like like the situation earlier. Well he yeah, it's it's like it's a lot like that. Like he is like she goes down there to
0: talk to him and he's like really mean and says all these harsh things and she's kinda like acting like, oh she can't handle it or, you know, he's being too mean and mm-hmm. and then he overextends himself, reveals, you know, what his play is that he's he's trying to get Hulk or his goal is to get Hulk to get loose on the ship. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay, that's your play, Hulk. She immediately snaps out of it yeah. and realizes, and Loki's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> How'd you figure that out? Yeah. And he realizes he's been played. Right. And uh, But he doesn't have long to cel- or uh, to be worried because r- like, right at that moment, that's when Barton and the other like brainwashed shield guys attack the helicarrier. Mm-hmm. And, and they instigate. Hulk. Yeah, Hulk goes on a rampage. So they really have a chaos situation. Yeah. Because you got Hawkeye who's shooting arrows and blowing stuff up Uh and trying to crash the helicarrier, which is a very big thing. I don't think you'd want that to crash. Yeah. That would cause a lot of problems.
1: That's another um, one of those pieces of technology that um, mostly bothers me. (laughs) We won't spend too much time on it. But it's an aircraft carrier that also flies. Yep. With propellers. Yep. So, but we'll talk about that. They're turbines, really. but
0: uh, We don't have to talk about it. <laughs> so, um, there's a big fight. Um, Thor has to go after Hulk, because he's really the only one who can handle Hulk. Yep. Um, and, and Iron Man's busy trying to keep the ship from crashing. Uh-huh. And he tries to get Captain America to help him, and there's a great scene when... He's like, open that panel, tell me what you see. And Captain America opens it. And it's, you know, from 22 it's like crazy future technology. Yeah. And he's like, Well, it seems to run on some sort of electricity. <laughs> and he's so like annoyed. He's like, Why is this my job? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know how to fix this. <laughs> and um but they make a good team because uh-huh. uh, <clears throat> Captain America does is able to fight off some of the shield agents. Yep. And um he uses the gun a little bit, and, mm-hmm. uh, and but they're able to keep the ship from crashing.
1: Um, and the big thing that happens is during this fight sequence, Agent Coulson, yeah, dies.
0: Yes, he confronts Loki, and um, how does Loki get out again? So he tricks Thor because he makes it look like he's escaping and Thor runs to tackle him, goes in, he gets inside the thing instead. Yeah. And Loki's like, how many times are you going to fall for that? Yeah. (laughs) Cause he's able to like, you know, throw up illusions all the time and make people see things. And so he, he was never really trapped in there. He can kind of teleport and do Mm -hmm. things. And he, he tricked Thor into, and so he, he drops Thor from the ship. Yep. And then Coulson, um, confronts loki with a big gun uh-huh. but loki sneaks up behind him because again that's what he does Yep. stabs colson um but colson still shoots him yeah <laughs> with the gun and i love that so so that's what this thing does <laughs> um so but the team's at an all-time low because colson's died the avengers were busy fighting each other um and thor's been ejected hulk falls out of the ship too yep. and um so everybody's feeling kind of down, um, but Fury uses Coulson's death to kind of rally the troops. Yeah.
1: So earlier there was um, a really sort of heartfelt and funny scene between Coulson and Captain America, where Coulson has always just been this cool, calm, collected character, like sort of no nonsense, yeah. very like nonplussed by the people that are surrounding him, even though they're these superheroes and right. Stark, and you know he might have a, a sar- sardonic or sarcastic comment to make. But he's really just sort of, like, unfazed by a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But then you see him turn into this sort of, like, starstruck fanboy when he meets Captain America. Yeah. Because, you know, so much time has passed. He he really did become, um, you know, a national hero. Right. And so, you know, he 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 tells him about how he's got this card collection mm-hmm. and uh it's just this nerdy thing. Captain yeah. and, and Steve Rogers has no idea how to like react to that. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah. the very funny scene, but that's what Nick Fury throws down on the table is his Captain America card collection covered in blood. Yeah. Um, it's very, it's very effective. Yes. Um, you know, visual. drives the point home, yeah. you know, that people are dying they need to get it together. Yeah.
0: Um, there's a neat little moment when I think Maria Hill turns to, um, Nick Fury and say, weren't those in his locker? And uh, he's <laughs> like, I did what I had to do. So the implication being that he went to his locker to get those and got Rub blood them on them. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. he didn't have them in his jacket. You know, yeah. he's like, it wouldn't have landed if I didn't do that. Yeah. Um, he's like, I had to give him a little push. So they deduce that Loki is going to be bringing an invasion um, centered around Stark Tower in yep. New York because he wants to use... Um, he wants to kind of turn the Avengers against themselves and publicly humiliate them. Yep. So he uses Stark Tower as the base of his operations right. So he uses the Tesseract to make a portal to where the Chitari are. And yep. so and this kind of sets up the uh, the final act, the
1: Battle of New York. And so these aliens come pouring through this portal mm-hmm. and uh, the Avengers are are ready and willing to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, this whole set piece—it's uh, really like the final third of the movie. Yeah, um, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, it was—I think probably one of my favorite action sequences of the MCU so far. Yeah, um, it's super iconic. Yeah, and just, it, the scope of it is so large. Yeah, and it's, everything is so so well done. Um, They're really operating as a team too. Everybody's yeah.
0: powers are. Um, uh, working, enhancing each other. You're starting then, to see them, yeah, you're yeah.
1: starting to see them really take advantage mm-hmm. of, whereas, you know, they're not just the sum of their parts.
0: Right, hmm absolutely. Um, there's cool stuff where you get, like, uh, Natasha using, getting a boost from Captain America to jump up and yeah. get on one of these, um, like, little air speeder bikes that are riding around uh-huh. it, and Captain America using his leadership to help get first responders to, you know... Mm-hmm contain the damage and there's a cool scene where like iron man drops down and like shoots his lasers at the shield and yeah and, bounces and, like, Yeah, oh yeah. it's so great yeah um thor and
1: hulk working together yeah uh
0: it's a really awesome sequence
1: now i wanted i wanted them and i don't remember if they do this i wanted thor to zap captain america with his lightning again to like
0: oh to overpower to, yeah him, like yeah. supercharge him yeah that would have been cool yeah um so while they're fighting, they're trying to stop the wormhole generator. Um, Selvig is running it, and but there's some sort of, I think Iron Man shoots at it, and but there's like a force field around it. Mm-hmm. But the blast is enough to kind of like knock some sense into Selvig. So
1: we we failed to mention that on the um, on the Hella carrier. Yeah. Um, Natasha Romanoff punches. Barton. Barton, um, and apparently being knocked out is enough to sort of get knocked out of that mind. Yeah. Severe head trauma. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, is you have you to need.
0: be concussed. I we totally uh,
1: glossed over that fact. Yeah, so so uh, Haw- Hawkeye's back on the good guys. Yeah. Now, and, and so the, the similar thing happens, I guess, in that mm-hmm. explosion um, to Selvig. So he kind of wakes up and communicates that um, th- how to sort of shut the, the yeah. portal down. That even though he was mind controlled, there's still some part of
0: him. That put a little back door yeah. into the system that would be able to shut it down if you have Loki's scepter. Yep. So you gotta get that from Loki. So they're they're fighting and um
1: they eventually get it. Uh-huh. Um a really good scene with Hulk um yeah. fighting Loki, which just total mismatch. Yeah. Like yeah. He, and but so Loki is, you know, a god, so it's not like he's gonna die or get squished like a yeah. human. Yeah. Um so oh you know picks him up by his feet and just <laughs> slams him into the ground like 50 times. Yeah. And yeah. you know doesn't kill him but presumably that doesn't feel good.
0: Yeah. Loki's very unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> uh Loki and we we get like a sense of his relative power strength to other people. So we know he's not as strong as Thor yeah. and that's part of his inferiority complex. Uh-huh. Is that Thor's big and strong and he's not but he likes to think of himself as smarter than Thor. Yeah. Um and we see that he is... Even though he is not as strong as Thor, he is much, much stronger than a regular person. Yeah. Because he picks up Tony Stark at one point when they're having a heart-to-heart. He does try to mind-control Tony Stark, but he clinks into his arc yeah. reactor and can't do it. Um, so then he just throws him out the window. Uh-huh. Like, picks him up and hurls him bodily. Full-grown man. Uh, somebody of Loki's build should not be able to do that. Yeah. So it's clear he's dealing with some superhuman strength. Mm-hmm. But Thor still treats him like a ragdoll. Yep. And smashes him up pretty good. Um. So anyway, they they uh they use the scepter, or they you know they can use the scepter to shut down the portal. But there's a problem.
1: Yeah. The big thing is that this board of supervisors or whoever it is um, decide that their their solution is there's to the, uh, the world security council. World security council. Yeah. So they decide that the lo- the only logical and safe thing to do is nuke New York City. Yeah. Midtown Manhattan, nuke right in the middle of it. Uh, utterly absurd. Yeah. And I think I think that's very purposeful to show that they're so out of touch Mm. or you know the idea of like an armchair quarterback maybe you know that uh there's definitely that element of like boots on the ground no better
0: yeah and nick fury refuses he's like
1: well i'm not gonna do that yeah and so they do it anyway
0: yeah they they go around him and they get one of the shield agents to just just does it Mm -hmm. and they try to shoot down the plane too, which is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, shoot down that plane, but they can't, they can't get to it in time.
1: And so the missile is streaking towards Manhattan. Tony Stark flies, grabs a hold of it and redirects it and flies it up through the portal into outer space towards this big, um, Chitari. Chitauri. Yeah. Chitari fleet. Yeah. Um, the Chilean bass, <laughs> Chilean sea bass fleet. Yeah. The mothership. And, uh, and so his suit is not particularly made for deep space. Right. So it starts to fail. Mm-hmm. He kind of lets go and lets the, the warhead slam into the ship. Um, Instantly neut- killing yep. all the Chitari. All of them. Neutralizing the threat. We'll come back and talk about the Chitari and how cool they are. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, and then he kind of falls back through the wormhole as it's being closed, just barely yeah. makes it through. They and try to.
0: They're waiting for him to come back, but mm-hmm. they're like, we've got to close this yeah. because we don't know, you know, like we can't keep it open forever. Yeah. And you know, so they, they close it without knowing he's falling back. Yep. They don't know if he died or what's up. Yeah. And he just
1: barely makes mm-hmm. it through. He, and so Hulk manages to catch him so that he doesn't die. Yeah. Um, but he is sort of injured. Um, uh, and Scarred. Yeah. Um, so, saves it, you know, they save the day. They save it. Um, they have the Tesseract.
0: Uh-huh. They have a very badly damaged Loki. Yep. Um, Thor
1: takes both of them back.
0: Yeah, they go to Asgard. Yeah. They have this cool little device that like uses the Tesseract to like teleport them, uh-huh. which is kind of neat. Um, it does. It's not the Bifrost. It's clearly them, like, yeah. I don't know, it's neat. Um, and then there's a mid-credits scene um with the other
1: and he's right and he's talking to thanos yes and that's their first introduction to to thanos
0: and it so this is when we find out that the other wasn't the main guy yeah that the other works for thanos and that was thanos's plan yeah and thanos wanted the tesseract Uh uh-huh and it was Thanos' and, army. And,
1: and I don't know, t- I know, so I I will s- say that, you know, one of the couple of movies that I have seen are the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I know him from that. There's still not a ton of info about him in those yeah. movies. And so I don't know much about him. So this was your first, int- our, my first introduction to him chronologically speaking yeah um and you don't so you still don't know a lot you just know that he's a dude he seems like a bad guy
0: yeah he kind of does smirk yep um and then in the final final scene they're all eating shawarma yeah in a very destroyed uh restaurant (laughs) yeah clearly right after the battle which is such a great scene Uh uh-huh and it's a callback to when uh, Tony Stark's like, hey, we should all get trauma after this. <laughs> and that's the movie. Yeah. So let's talk a b- little bit about it. Um, some of the things we didn't mention in the recap here.
1: So um, one thing um, that j- just, right off the bat um, that I said, I would come back to uh, the Chitauri. Yes. Um, really, really neat character design, um, creature design, yeah. machine design, like they're part, um, they're part, Construct part organic, yeah. Um, like the the troop carrier, that kind of like the big Leviathan yeah. things that
0: are like f- somehow f- like looks like they're swimming yeah. through the air,
1: exactly. Very cool, yeah. Really neat, the, and those are like impossible to bring down. I, I really liked the different aspects of the battle too, like that there were different units, yeah, and they had to take different tactics against <laughs> them, yeah. Um, yeah, and that they that sort of like it was the best of both worlds, like synthetic and organic. Organism, yeah, um, it's really fascinating. I I really like that. I liked how there was like the flying ones
0: were like Tony Stark and Hawkeye were shooting those out of the sky, mm-hmm. and then the big leviathans. That's something like Thor and Hulk had handled. Yeah, and then the ground troops. You know, that was Romanoff and yeah. and Captain America were the ones fighting those. So yeah. it's neat how they were all helping. Each and, had a niche. Yeah, and Captain America. You know, again, Trudeau is. Nature's focusing on saving civilians, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. uh, that's definitely something he is focused on. So
1: that's, this is yet another movie where clearly a ton of people died. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I've always sort of, the Iron Man movies address like the press and mm-hmm. like how much the world around them, uh, knows about them. Yeah. And, but it's sort of unclear about some of the others. Like, you know, stuff was being reported about, like, the Hulk, or at least, like, what was happening in the Hulk movie. I think we saw it in the Iron Man yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they didn't really know what was happening. Yeah. Um, and so some of this other stuff, like, it's presumably no one really knows Captain America's back. Yeah. Um, but this is sort of like
0: if they remember who he was in the first place like clearly he struck a chord with some people yeah but he's not i'm sure he's more of an obscure yeah figure he's you just know? kind
1: of a guy from seven from, years from history
0: ago. you might have learned about him in your history right books you know yeah this was the guy that stopped hydra yeah but uh you know yeah
1: so um i just i find it interesting that so this is probably the largest event to happen Probably in Earth history. Oh, yeah, major. And you know, it, they are the major players here. And so, I'm assuming that sort of like their lives are going to be forever changed. Mm-hmm. They're all they're going to be in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just interested to see how Shield retain what autonomy Shield retains. Right. You know, because uh, you could see like FBI, CIA. You know, trying to sort of shoehorn themselves into this yeah. um, in whatever way they can. Homeland Security, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And and it's also unclear to me, like, what version of this world, you know, the MCU takes place in. Like, yeah. is, it po- is it a post-9-11 world? Is, it, like, Department of Homeland Security, like, a big thing? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know.
0: Well, so, they don't really get into all that. I don't think they address 9-11, really, in the MCU, but... My understanding at this point in the series is that S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, sort of supersedes all um, United States, um, and it definitely has its roots. It's supposed to be like some sort of all-knowing NSA, CIA, yeah. FBI hybrid, but it is it reports to the World Security Council. Uh-huh. And uh, so Which that implies it's some, sort, it is some of sort of like United Nations UN thing. Yeah. yeah, this is um, this is not strictly American. Uh-huh. And so it operates outside the jurisdiction of all those places and to some extent supersedes them. Yeah. You know, like it's kind of like the boss in the same way local police department would submit to the FBI. Absolutely. Sure. The FBI submits to shield.
1: And we did see some of that in Captain America, too, with, you know, members of um so like the SSR, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where many nations were part of that. Yes, exactly.
0: Um, yeah. So let's let's talk about the well. Before we get into the thing I want to talk about, let's talk about the how this movie does a really good job. Um, and and something we that is is always talked about in these Marvel movies when you have a team up is you know how much of the other movies have to have do you have to have seen to sure. get it? And this movie, I feel like does a really good job if you missed one or two uh-huh. of introducing you to each character and giving yeah, you a nice little rundown. Yeah. Like if you missed Thor, well, this is what happened with Thor, you know, yeah. and if uh, maybe you didn't see Captain America, you get that, that scene, which is the end of captain america you get that same it's basically that same scene yeah with like a little bit more dialogue explaining the context of what's happening Uh with nick fury and captain america you know explaining oh you were in world war ii and he even has like a a little flashback thing where he hears some of the dialogue from captain america and um explaining that he's been frozen and now he's back Mm -hmm. and so you and again with we talked about black widow if you missed iron man too so i i like that um that little reintroduction. Of course, they literally had to reintroduce us to Bruce Banner, who is a totally different actor. Yep.
1: Yeah. So let's talk about that.
0: Um, so they recast Bruce Banner was Edward Norton in The Incredible yep. Hulk. Um, big back and forth in the press. Um, maybe a little acrimonious. Uh-huh. Um, they, you know, Edward Norton famously likes to have a lot of um, creative control, mm-hmm. which um, is pretty jealously guarded in the MCU. Only you know the directors and even then they're subservient to kevin feige yep. who's the producer of all of these so he he got some measure of it for the incredible hulk but i think at some point it was made clear like you're you're going to be in avengers and you're kind of going to be told what to do yeah and um so there was some element of that they made it kind of seem in the press they, they talked about how it was money um marvel kind of publicly said we're looking into other people and mm-hmm. And implying that they kind of fired him. And Edward Norton said, like, no, we turned it down. So there was a little bit of a back and forth thing. Yeah. Things have kind of evened out now. Um, Edward Norton, uh, you know, has kind of said, like, I think it's great. I'm a Marvel fan. I like watching these movies. And I'm glad my career took the path it did because I got to do these things I wouldn't have yeah. been able to do.
1: Yeah. It seems like it was the, be- the right move for everyone. It was the right
0: move for everybody. I agree. Um, and. And so
1: it's good. And
0: Mark Ruffalo is incredible. Yeah And uh, I mean, that, that's the other piece. The people try to make it seem like it's Edward Norton versus Mark Ruffalo, but they're actually like incredibly close friends in oh, real life. Oh really? Really? Yeah, from before this. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so, that's cute. Yeah, so they're like he's like I've dinner with Mark Ruffalo, like we talk about this and we laugh about these like clickbait headlines, yeah. you know. He's like we, you know, we're we're very close friends. That's great. Yeah, so it's nice. It's nice to see that kind yeah. of stuff. Um
1: did but, they did they work on something together? I'm sure they have, hmm.
0: uh, and I, I wish I could uh, remember. Not too long ago, Edward Norton was on WTF um, with Mark Maron, uh-huh. and it's a very good one. I, I listened to it, and they they talk about the Marvel movies yeah. and everything. Cool. And Edward has nothing but nice things to say about it, even when Mark Maron's trying to get him to say that. Yeah. Oh, t- but talk about how it's you know it's poppy sap, you know. Uh-huh. And Edward Norton's like because ah. <laughs> 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 he's very about the art, you know. Yeah. And so he he. He's very diplomatic about the whole thing. Yeah. Um but I, I'm sure they have worked on something together. Yeah. Um but or they they came up at the same time yeah, sure. or something like that. So but Mark Ruffalo is, is fantastic. Yeah. He does a great job. I agree. The Hulk himself is better in this movie. Yeah. This is where you get away from that pure CGI incredible Hulk that looked kind of weird yeah, and had that really long hair. Yeah, yeah, Ugh. and look just kind of just wrong yeah. a little bit. This one is very clearly modeled on Mark Ruffalo's face, yeah. And they they use Mark Ruffalo, um, and this is the first time a Hulk is like this, where it's not just computer And This is mo- motion captured facial expressions. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, Mark Ruffalo is acting as Bruce Banner, and he's acting as Hulk. He yeah. does the acting for both, and uh, it really makes a big difference. It really does. It makes him feel real. It makes him feel interesting. Uh-huh. He definitely brings a bit of humor to the character. Hulk's, yep. you know, very dangerous. But it's got that element, that funniness.
1: He's him. also, I know he does go on a rampage on the Hella Carrier. Yeah, but uh, that's a Hella Carrier. I
0: was like, I was like, I was like, is he is he struggling to not make a pun, or is he struggling to think of one? <laughs> I, <couldn't,
1: laughs> I, I was I, couldn't I was just decide. struggling to remember what it was called, <laughs> and then I, I just thought it was funny, and I said Hella. <laughs> um, it was Hella funny. Oh so man. The. Um, I don't remember where I was going. Oh, he does. He goes on a rampage. Yeah, but it does seem that he's gaining more and more control over his change.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. There's that that whole you know I'm always angry. Yeah. Which I love. It's one of my favorite lines. Yeah, That's a cool
1: line. Um, but it seems like he when he's in the Hulk form, it it used to be just almost like blind rage. He yeah. couldn't tell friend from foe. Yeah. Now he knows. He can aim it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But there is that one really great scene in the Battle of New York because him and Thor had the big fight on the helicarrier and Thor kind of won, you know, Uh, and Hulk does not like losing. He does not like that. And so when they're fighting together in the Battle of New York, they beat a a group of enemies and then Hulk just punches Thor (laughs) and sends him flying. Does he maybe still a little mad <laughs> about <Yeah>. that fight, <laughs> or maybe he still has some pent up smashing he wants to yeah. do, and there's no other targets <laughs> yeah, nearby? It but just
1: it, has to come out. <laughs> yeah, but it,
0: it also feels like very much like I know I don't need to do this, but I want to do this. Right, you know, I'm I'm annoyed at you. Uh-huh. So I I do love that. It's it's some great Hulk stuff Um, in this scene. Of course, and of course we talked about him smashing Loki, mm-hmm. and he calls him a puny god because because yeah. Loki. You know, calls him, like, a brute, and, you know, I am a god, and that's when he gets smashed. Puny god. Puny god. Um, But let's talk about the Helicarrier, too, because I I love it. This is a classic comic book thing. Yeah. And they definitely gave it a, a revamp because... In the comics, like from the 60s, it has like propellers on it, sure. you know, and everything. But they've made it like it's an aircraft carrier with these big turbines. And one of my favorite moments from watching this movie, the first time I saw it, was that scene where you're like, they talk about how, you know, you guys might want to get below decks. So they're talking, it's Captain America and Bruce Banner who are both unfamiliar with shield technology. Yeah. And everybody else is. So everybody else is going inside and they're like, what is this? A submarine? This is an aircraft carrier. It goes yeah. underwater and then. You know the things come out and it takes off, yeah. and they're just like, "Whoa, what's going on?" It's a it's a really cool uh, piece of tech, but it definitely brings you into that like fantasy world. You know, this is something yeah. that would you know that you see that and you'd be like, "Well, this is definitely not our world." You
1: know, so that's that's and that's something like it doesn't bother me as much as most of the stuff in Captain America does. Yeah, and it's because of that because mm-hmm. I can see this as like near future. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm choosing to sort of look at this as like divergent timeline. Yeah. And so like you could maybe before hand. I guess I mean I guess you got to go all the way back to 955 or whatever. 965. Yeah. yeah. In Tonsburg, Norway. Yeah. But um, although, let me just pause here. What I wonder, and I'd have to do some research. It didn't occur to me until just now. We talked about like well that might explain like you know, echoes of that. That's like the source of Norse mythology is yeah. like our interpretation of the events that happened there. But I thought those um, myths go back way further than that. And,
0: and maybe they do. Maybe that's just
1: a, a pivotal moment in sure. that, you know, myth. Yeah. Maybe they've, they've, they've been yeah. here before. Or something. Yeah. Okay. I'll let that one go. <laughs> um, But I, yeah, I, I do like the idea that this is just sort of like a um alternate a divergent timeline. Yeah. Then, then, Instead of any sort of attempt to reconcile it in, or root it in any actual reality, yeah. it's firmly in fantasy land. And yeah. that's what it does allow me to get past a lot of stuff. The World War II stuff just bugs the crap out of me. But the carrier not as bad.
0: It's And it's definitely... At a certain point, you have to cross that
1: Rubicon. Because
0: yeah. Iron Man, this could happen in our world, yeah. you know? And Incredible Hulk, you know, look, you could see that. You know, that's every thing up till now in that point like people are like oh this is nuts uh giant hulk smashing towns this is completely unprecedented but at a certain point they have to be like oh yep something weird's happening again it's happening again (laughs) making the news and like we're used to this and definitely if nothing else is it's the battle of new york oh yeah this is that definitely didn't happen
1: (laughs) to us and so everything that happens now we're in uncharted territory this is not our world anymore and if i'm being totally brutally honest with myself i have varying like standards, like in yeah. and and like it's because of the World War II thing. I fully admit it, but yeah. like you know, I have seen the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff, and because I walk into that knowing it's a sci-fi, yeah, I don't care. Like Talking Raccoon, yeah. I I buy it from the get-go. You don't have to explain <laughs> it to me. Yeah, and I think this movie, um, because I
0: I wasn't an early adopter in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I watched Iron Man. A lot of these, Iron Man 2, Captain America Thor, I didn't pick them up till they came out on DVD, uh-huh. um, you know, months later. And I think Avengers I did see in the theaters. Okay. And Avengers, when I watched it, I was like, this is cool. This is a superhero movie, but it's not like Batman and it's not like Superman. This is a sci-fi movie, Yeah. you know? And I think seeing the Helicarrier made me realize, like, this is just science fiction. Yeah. This is science fiction and superheroes are in it. Uh-huh. And that really spark something in me i'm like this is cool well, that's
1: that's what's making me more interested
0: yeah mm-hmm. it's they're they're very science fiction but then of course you get the thor stuff in there and it's yeah. fantasy yeah. it's just got everything a little bit of everything and it's really cool it's it's just a comprehensive you know it's like one of those ice cream sundaes that yeah. just has everything in it you, yeah, you know? know
1: and uh, just to comment on what you were saying about mark maron trying to provoke ed norton saying like let's <laughs> just poppy sap <laughs> and like that's the reason I avoided this stuff. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. because I can see that it is. Yeah. And I was like, Well, I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna participate in that. Mm-hmm. You know, the same reason, just sort of like I'd I'd rather listen to the music I like rather than put yeah. on a radio station or sure, something. Sure, sure, sure. Like but some poppy sap is is popular because it's, you know, catchy and good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? You know, so like you know, I like this in the same way that I embrace my um you know love of mariah carey
0: exactly and you know the thing is too it's 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 like i said some of it some stuff is popular because it's good and there's there's moments in there where you can you can see the acting you know you're like they're doing a good job you know like they're not only is this like fun and exciting but they're they're doing it well and i care what happens to these people you know like i'm invested you know i i and and that's just going to get more and and stronger as it goes. You I guess know? what
1: I mean to say is, you know, this isn't being mistaken for like any deep, like character drama, like sure. you know, that's gonna, you know, really make you rethink your whole life. You sure, know? yeah, but that's not to say that there's not value in it. Right. It, it, exactly. It's successful at, at what it is and what it does. Absolutely.
0: And uh, it's just it's a lot of fun. Um, so this one we'd move on next to fitting into the larger narrative okay but I mean it's kind of kind of on the see, nose yeah, this yeah. One. If this, fits it fits in this this brings, This is the larger narrative this is the larger narrative yeah this is one of those team up movies where all the different paths it converges them into one yeah. point and it says all all of those the previous five movies led here and then we're gonna split them up again yeah and I'm, then, I'm
1: really sort of excited to see what happens next honestly yeah. like yeah. you know we kind of got they now have a relationship
0: mm-hmm. yeah exactly they're they a team yeah. you know and even if they they have to go their separate ways for whatever reasons and and we know by the end of this movie Thor has gone back to Asgard yeah. to deal with Loki yep and and presumably the Tesseract I don't know what he's going to do about that uh-huh. but uh, so that's already one of the team gone and you, you probably know what he's going to do with it I don't know what he's going to do with oh, it oh yeah I know everything <laughs> <laughs> I I am the watcher um <laughs> So and then of course the other uh, tie-in I guess from besides the obvious stuff all five movies coming in we're gonna go a little into the future because you have seen Guardians of the Galaxy yeah the other is in Guardians of the Galaxy he uh, he's Thanos's assistant oh, yeah yeah and um. We're just going to go ahead and... Because you've seen it. No surprises. You've seen it more than once, right? Guardians of the Galaxy. So um, the other here is shown to be this powerful force talking to Loki. And Loki's kind of a little... uh, You Uh know, I'm not so sure about this guy. We see the other move like unnaturally fast. And he's just menacing. Yeah, very much so. And he is um, kind of the voice of Thanos. And he's the one who does the wheeling and dealing while Thanos just sits. Uh Presumably in that scene, in that first scene of the Avengers... Thanos had his back to <laughs> the other yeah. and Loki talking like he was just like, I'm doing so- I'm on my phone. Right. Yeah. While this is happening. And uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, that same spot, that's where Ronan, the accuser, is dealing with the other and Thanos uh-huh. um, for his deal. And Ronan's like, I'm not talking to the other. You're the lackey. You mm-hmm. know, you're the assistant. I'm talking to the regional manager over here. Yeah. And... Um, the other doesn't like it. Yeah. Doesn't like uh Ronan addressing Thanos directly. Definitely doesn't like Ronan yelling at Thanos when he's not getting his way. Yeah. And Ronan says cool and kills the other. Uh-huh. Like without even thinking about it. So the idea is to establish the relative power levels yeah. and like what level Ronan's at. You know, yeah. where he it kills Thanos's employee right in front of him and uh-huh. is like you need to take me seriously. Yeah uh so that's kind of neat and that's again going into the future a little bit absolutely but, but that's where the other ends up <laughs> he yeah he uh he yells that's at vernon the accuser and vernon does not like it uh-huh. um, and it's just to show how far we've come um let's you ready for your pop quiz i'm ready all right so Unlike our previous pop quizzes, the the ones they've dealt with, um, maybe some sort of comic book ephemera that you almost certainly wouldn't know uh-huh. unless you had looked at the same Wikipedia articles as me. This, you have a, a fighting <laughs> chance on this one. Okay. So this is directly related to the movie we just saw. Okay. which Avengers. Char- oh, no, no. <laughs> well, that was the movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah, good job. Got it. Which character has the most screen time in this movie? Oh, okay. You gonna give me multiple choice on this? I will. A. Iron Man. Uh-huh. B. Thor. C. Hawkeye. D. Captain America.
1: Wow. I don't think it's Thor because he doesn't show up till later. I don't think it's Hawkeye because even though we see him doing errands for Loki, he's just there's They don't spend that much time there. So that my other options were Captain America and Iron Man. Iron Man. I'm gonna say Iron Man, just cause he is sort of the the face of the franchise if there has to be one at the at the moment, and he's the funniest character. So Iron Man's a fantastic guess, and it's
0: wrong by <laughs> just forty one seconds. Oh, wow. Captain America is in this one more. Wow. And, and I bet he's in it more silently looking, yeah. then uh, probably uh, Iron Man has more lines. Yeah. Um, but actual time on the screen. On screen. Um, and this is um, on the screen. Um, so if like Captain America and Iron Man are on the screen at the same time, they both get... They're both are crewing. They both are yeah. yeah. So uh, Interesting. minute for minute, Captain America has in this movie for 37 minutes, 42 seconds. Wow. And Iron Man, 37 minutes, one second. Huh. So it's, I, I would have been right there with you. And that's by the why I picked that question because it's yeah. a trick. Uh, so you didn't have a sporting chance. <laughs> I was deceiving you. Yeah, you're the um, worst. Other totals here. Black Widow is third, 33 minutes, 35 seconds. Cool. Bruce Banner slash Hulk, 28 minutes, 03 seconds. Thor, 25, 52. Mm-hmm. So good guess there because yeah. he does show up, you know, like through the, halfway through the second act. Yeah. And um, Hawkeye. Uh, 12 minutes 44 seconds. Yeah, he's barely in it. Yeah. So he's, and he's, he's a tertiary character. He's third string, no offense, Jeremy Renner. Yeah. uh, But he's just not as prominent. Yep. Um, So we talked about this a little bit in our last episode. Um, Avengers number one came out September 1963, and it was Marvel's um, answer to the Justice League. Uh huh. They, they, the Fantastic Four was the first idea of a, their first try at a superhero team um because you know you know we, we mentioned this again in the last one where batman and superman they came out like in like the late 30s so they've been around for a very long time and marvel was really they had some characters from that time they had captain america they had the submariner they had a weird version of the human torch who was like a robot um <laughs> okay they didn't really none of them were major successes uh-huh. and so they kind of rebooted themselves in the 60s And at this point, DC was very, very successful. Had moved on to team ups, you know, Uh Batman and Superman and Green Lantern and Wonder Woman, and they're all going to be together. And you know, they they'd moved on to the next phase. And so Marvel's like, okay, that's what we need. We need a team. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, Jack Kirby and Stan Lee um who were you know they were creative talent but they were not like the bosses you know they were told what to do yeah um so they said okay we'll do it we'll come up with a family and they did the fantastic four which was incredibly successful but it wasn't really the same level as justice league Mm -hmm. which was disparate heroes coming together so they tried again to do it wasn't really filling that niche so they were like well let's do the avengers then well we'll do another team so we'll have fantastic four and the avengers and so that's when they brought in iron man who already had his own solo one hulk had been in a couple of issues and then ant-man and the wasps and and um and they brought these guys in um to be in to be in the avengers and um i feel like i'm missing somebody Oh, and Thor, and Thor, who also had some duh, stuff. yeah. So those five guys were the Avengers. Um, in the second, and they so they they actually in their first issue were fighting against Loki. Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah, Loki was the uh, the villain to bring them all together. Huh. And um, in the second issue, they defeat Loki in the first issue. In the second issue, Hulk, um, who is a, you know kind of a loose cannon to to uh, put it mildly, uh-huh. um kind of puts the other team members ill at ease and they're not a huge fan of how he flies off the handle. So he decides he's going to leave the team. He says, you know what? I quit. Yeah. And, um, and then Ant-Man, uh, I think does something too. And then they bring in Captain America. So the team changes almost right away. Okay. But, uh, but that's their origins in the comic book. Huh? Um, one of the things I found out the uh, shield facility they shoot at, in the, or, you know, in the beginning, that's actually a NASA facility.
1: Oh, interesting!
0: Yeah, and so they picked it for you know how crazy futuristic it looks and like the space research they do there. And so that room with the tesseract—that's some sort of experiment room that they have. Yeah, that's really neat. It's awesome they were able to shoot there, and it it felt like a real facility. So that's not a stage. That's the NASA. That's very cool. And um, what else? Oh, there was an Avengers TV show uh, in the '60s. Had nothing to do with the Avengers the Marvel comics. They were just like a, a British TV show. Oh, okay. I, th- I think I've heard of that. Yeah. And so in England, when the, or in the UK, when this was released, it was called Avengers Assemble to differentiate it. So oh. people didn't think it was a reboot of Weird. the 60s Avengers. And also probably because they couldn't clear that name over yeah. there. Huh. But it's just called Avengers over here.
1: Avengers Assemble.
0: So that was my trivia corner.
1: Well, yeah, we, I didn't get to introduce it. We slid it. in there too quick can for I, the theme song. Can I introduce it after? Let's,
0: let's do... Uh, let's do uh, an outro what's the sound of us leaving the trivia corner
1: say goodbye think of all the memories and <laughs> say goodbye again oh
0: that was so beautiful i am almost sad to leave <laughs> um so let's let's move on uh to the rankings now that we've seen the entirety of phase one yep this was the sixth movie in the final movie of phase one let's go through our rankings so we're gonna start with the sixth worst best film. The sixth best film, the one on the bottom. Yep. The worst. Uh that's Hulk. Okay.
1: Fifth. Uh here's where it already gets hard. Yeah. Honestly. Um so Golly, man. Yeah. I would probably have to say Captain America. That's what I
0: would I would I would peg for you. Yeah. Okay. So number four? Um
1: oh boy (laughs) putting you on the spot yeah and so like you know with with the caveat of saying that once i'm up here they're very closely spaced for me of course sure 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 i'd say maybe maybe iron man 2 okay and then thor okay uh And I guess I got to go Iron Man and then Avengers. Wow, Avengers is number one spot. For right now, for right now at the moment.
0: Of of the six we've seen, this one's your favorite. Well, it's definitely an incredible movie.
1: Um, So what about next week's film? Next week is a movie from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yep. And it is entitled, uh, by the name it was given by the producers (laughs) of the the movie. Feels Um, like you're stalling. You know... Put your phone away. It, my- <laughs> what, what is it? What is it? Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3! I knew that. Okay. I knew it. I know you did. I You just couldn't it. say it. I just couldn't.
0: Um, so we're going to watch Iron Man 3 next week. Yeah. How excited are you?
1: I'm pretty excited. I like... I, I'm a big fan of, like, that character... <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just heard myself. I'm a big fan of like that character. <laughs> the whole uh, like character. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the, this is the the whole Marvel the MCU. The whole thing is very personality driven, you know, uh and and Iron Man is definitely a personality. Yeah. Um Robert Downey Jr is just a treat to yeah. watch in that role. So I'm I'm excited. Great. Well, Nick, you got to watch this
0: thanks for listening to our podcast we want to hear from you you can reach out to us on email at you gotta watch this podcast at gmail.com you can also reach us at facebook or instagram at you gotta watch this podcast or on twitter
1: at gotta underscore watch thanks